to 1001 Books, the podcast where we usually read the 1001 books you're supposed to read before you die and decide if they're really worth your time. But today we're doing something new and fun. I'm Nicole, a lover of Harry Potter and historical fiction. And I'm Chelsea, also a lover of Harry Potter and any good book that'll make me cry. So welcome to our mini-sode. I don't know what number mini-sode this is. I think it's five. Welcome to a mini-sode of some number. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can look in the show notes and it'll tell you what number yeah. so we right when this we're recording this it's right around back to school time and yeah. since we have a wonderful first grade teacher in our presence um, I thought she could share some great back to school themed books for different levels of readers but before we get into that um, Chelsea what do you love most about back to school now as a teacher and when you were a kid um, now as a teacher I really like how fresh it feels every year like I get anxious to meet the kids I want to see what my batch is going to be like this year batch <laughs> they're like cookies I bake them and then I send them on um that's not, not wrong I yeah you do that. <laughs> what they're going to be like and, and it's so exciting that first day when they all come in and they have that little nervous look on their face and by the end of the day they're giving you hugs and they're saying thank you and like this is my teacher they tell their parents when they go out I just think it's super um super special how quickly kids want to build a relationship with grown-ups in their lives and it's really powerful to get to be a grown-up that they build a relationship with um yeah I almost like got teary I love I love back (laughs) to school I think it's so great um and then in terms of when I was a kid I I really loved back to school shopping and getting all those things that I was bringing with me. Like I had that folder that was brand new and those crayons that have never been used and all the markers are going to work, you know? And then you go in and you're getting to meet, um, all the teachers you're going to have or one teacher if you're in elementary school. And just, I like those first couple of days where everything gets to be like new and exciting and fresh when I was a kid and how each subject you're pulling out like a new notebook that, it's just like shiny and empty and waiting to be filled. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like that as well. How about you when you were a kid? Yeah, I think I loved like buying school supplies like um, a lot. That was always my favorite thing. And I feel like I I liked like I just like learning. Mm-hmm. Like obviously I like books. And, and so I I always like that feeling of like, oh, we're going to get to learn all this stuff. You know, yeah. I totally agree about the like pulling out the new notebook for every subject is very satisfying. And I just think at the beginning of a school year, you just feel like you're on it. Like you have your yeah. shit together. Like it's going to be a good year. Nothing can stop you. Even if three weeks later you're miserable, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. And you just it can start out like really on a good note. And I love that. And now if I actually I work at a community college. And so we I, this year I am experienced back to school. For the first time, I started this job right when school started last year. But since I was, had just started, it didn't really feel like yeah. that. And But now here we are. We're getting ready. Our students will come back at the end of September. And um, and it kind of has the same energy of like, oh, even though there's a lot of work to be done before then and a lot of curriculum to plan and, and that's stressful, um, it's just like, oh, it's so – because we still work over the summer mm-hmm. and it's just so dead and – and we're preparing, and it's good we have that time, but there's just a lot less energy in the office. And then when the students are coming in now, people are just like jazzed, and they're, and they're, because people, everyone I work with get, obviously gets a lot of energy yeah. from the students. You know, that's why they're doing this as their job. And so I'm really excited for them to come back and to meet all the new students in our program and feel, um, 
like excited for their goals and stuff you know yeah it's just, it's just like it's a lot of energy that's really fun yeah oh I for I remembered while you were talking my other favorite moment I love when kids come into the classroom for the first time we do a meet the teacher I think lots of districts do all over the country we do a meet the teacher night before school starts and they get to come into our room and everything you know is labeled with their names oh. and the look on little kids faces when they walk into a room for the first time and things already belong to them <laughs> like this is my desk this is this is my hook and that's my teacher this is my classroom I oh my god it's so darling they just get so it's and you're like <laughs> all I did was write your name on a name tag but cool but it's so cute because they're so genuinely like yeah. over the moon about the fact that they have a name tag and a desk and a coat hook and yeah that yeah it's really cute so I love that so when I was building this list of books I think a lot of them you've heard of or read um I built a list of books from my experiences kind of as a teacher and then just as someone who went through school books that make me think of school and books that make me think of going back to school um, and why they're important at all age levels. And so I have seven books all right. for all of the ages of your life. Excellent. <laughs> um, so the first two are elementary school books, which is just from being a teacher. Um, and the first one is called First Day Jitters, and it's by Julie Danberg. And in this story, I'm going to give away the spoilers. There's a character and you don't really see their face. You just see a dad you think helping her like you got to mm -hmm. go to school you have to do this you have to eat your breakfast you have to do this and the whole time the person's like I don't want to what if they don't like me at my new school what if I don't have anyone to eat lunch with what if blah blah blah, blah. and then on the very last page it turns out it's the teacher oh. and she's starting at the new school and all the kids are 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 in her room watching her and she walks in and it was the teacher that was upset and it's oh, this whole big cute. thing for the kids yeah. like Grown-ups are nervous the first day of school, too. You know, um, it's a really darling book. Um, the other one I have for elementary school kids is called Wemberly Worried. <laughs> it's by Kevin Hankies. I don't know if he was popular when we were kids, but he's an author who does a lot of, um, they're like animal animal drawings but they have clothes on kind of thing like and they're like just act like humans but they're just animals in the stories um and when really worried he's a mouse and he's scared of everything and he goes to school the first day and he's scared of everything and then he learns not to be worried oh. and it's super cute kevin hankey is, is a really great children's author um he's one of my favorites his drawings are beautiful his books are all like good cute messages they all like kids love them they have fun names like chrysanthemum is one it's about a little girl who her name is chrysanthemum and it's hard to say and spell um and like uh lily's plastic purple person and one about baby julius king of the world like they're all super cute um and that one's really great late elementary school here's a book you'll know Sideways Stories from Wayside School by Lewis Sacker. Did you read this as a kid? I, I never heard of this book. When we <gasps> wrote it down, I said, what else did he write? And you said Number the Stars. And I was like, I love Number the Stars, but I've never heard of this book before. Oh, my gosh. This book is great. It's a chapter book, so it's for older kids or grownups. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely written for kids. But it's about this school that's uh, tall. They, they built it wrong when they built it, and it's all the stories up. So it's like 17 stories tall or something. Um, 
And it's all like little like vignette chapters about things that happen at the school. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're like crazy things. Like the 13th floor classroom doesn't exist. So if you get assigned to the 13th floor, you no longer exist. <laughs> or like, um, there's a teacher that turns the whole class into apples and rats. Like, okay. <laughs> um, and there's a kid. Oh, I think she turns them into apples actually. Because someone gets, one of the kids gets eaten at the end. Like, but it's, you know, a kid's book, so it's not, like, gruesome. Um, or there's a kid who wears, like, 75 layers of jackets. And finally, one day, a teacher makes him take them all off. And it turns out he's a rat who's been hiding as a student. <laughs> um, so they're all just, like, crazy stories. And there's three books, I think, in the series. But Sideways Stories from Wayside School is the first one. Um, and they're just funny and Yeah, goofy. that sounds adorable. I can't believe you didn't read them. No. That for sure. No, I love Number of the Stars with all my passion, but never heard of it. So Have you good. read Wonder? No, but I've heard of it. My middle school pick, I'm talking so much in this episode. This is your show, girl. Is Own it. Wonder by R.J. Palacio. Didn't Our, they just make this into a movie yes, recently? Yes, they yeah. did. Um, and this is an amazing middle school book. It's about a little boy who has some undefined um, facial um like abnormalities or like i don't want to say deformities abnormalities that are obvious very obvious and he's been like um sickly as a kid and so he's first going to school in sixth grade but he's gonna look different and it's about how all of the kids handle that and the teasing that happens but then how people grow from it and it it does a lovely job of um kind of talking about how like Iggy, I think is his name in the story. Iggy or Augie, um, how he maintains his sense of self, mm. and it shows like how his sister reacts. That she's at the same school and she knows kids are gonna tease him. How his mom reacts to it. Um, how the grown-ups and the adults in the situation handle the bullying that's going on. How the person who was his friend the first day, but then like gives into the bullying because he doesn't know what to do to help. Like it, it's a beautiful book. Um, and it starts a lot of conversation about, um, just, I want to not tolerance cause it's the wrong word. Um, just how kids, how it talks a lot about how kids have the power to choose to be nice basically. Aww. Um, and I think it's really great for kids, to, especially middle schoolers, to read a story that's told from the point of view who someone's really affected by bullying for something they 100% can't control. Yeah. Um, and how that's just not something we should do. Yeah. Um, Did you see the movie? No, I haven't. No. I loved the book, though. Mm. Loved it. Um, my high school books, you are just books I liked in high school. <laughs> That you read in high school as a high schooler? Yes, okay. I read both of these in high school, and then I've read both of them since. So the first one's called What Happened to Goodbye by Sarah Dessen. I love Sarah Dessen. I'm an unabashed yeah. Sarah Dessen fangirl. I still read her books now, even though I'm like, this is complete, utter, like, middle school, early high school girl trash. And I'm like, I still am going to read it. Yeah, I've only I've only read one of her books, um, The Truth About Forever. Definitely, you're probably your actual book that uh-huh. I read. Yeah, yeah it in, was in high school, but that's the last one. Um, so what happened to Goodbye? It's about a little girl, or a little girl, a high schooler. That is a little girl to us, but um, who 
move has moved every year basically of her school career sometimes more than once and she just reinvents herself like sometimes she's the preppy girl sometimes she's sporty sometimes she's not into being at school sometimes she does really well at school and just every time she reinvents herself and then finally this last year this last move she decides she think I think she thinks it's going to be the no more moves. She just said she's going to be herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good. Sarah Dessen does a really good job of writing books for teenage girls that don't – while they're romantic teenage, girls, teenage girl books, I don't think they, – they don't dumb down that being a teenager is hard. Okay. That's um, which I really like. And the other one, I put down Speak. By Lori Halsey Anderson. Um, this book is kind of controversial. It's actually been banned a couple of times. Um, and it's written... Ooh, great idea for a so We read some banned books. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. good idea. We should hold that in our heads. Yeah. Um, it's written... I can't remember if it's all in prose, but at least some of it's in like poetry and prose. Um, and it's about a girl who's starting high school and... Um, you fought something traumatic happened. I'm going to like, I'm going to just tell you guys, she, she was raped at the party before school started. Um, and her voice was really silenced as she's coming into school and she, nobody wants to hear it. And she really isolates herself. And because she hasn't spoken up, um, her rapist, it is very aggressive to her in another situation. And she has to decide whether she's going to find her voice or not. Um, and the novel is called speak. Because uh, she really has to decide what it means to speak for herself and can yeah, she do it. That sounds really good. Um, and I think it's a really powerful book. Um, I think a lot of times with books that have been banned, they were banned for a reason. Meaning the reason is that they really spoke to things that teenagers needed to know, but adults weren't ready to let them read about. Oh, um, yeah. And I think that that is definitely a case. Um, and I would... Obviously, as an adult, read it. Don't have any, like, regrets about reading it. But I, if I had a teenager, I would definitely um, read it first to make sure that I was comfortable with my teenager reading it. But I think that it's a really powerful story about how you find a voice and when you should use your voice and when you should really speak. Mm, and yeah. I think that that's really um, a powerful message. And it's done appropriately, so it doesn't fall into your trope oh, that yes. you dislike of um, – a girl having like a rape as her only defining moment. Yeah. I think that this is more about how you find a voice as a person. Oh yeah. And even that though that's good. the catalyst, it's done in a way where it doesn't feel like it's tropey. Oh yeah. I feel like I want to read that one. You've read this last one. I have. Yes. We've made it to college. And my college book of choice is Fangirl by Rainbow Rail. Do you want to tell us what you remember about this book? Sure. Yeah. So Fangirl is about two twin sisters who are going off to college and up until the last minute they were going to room together and they've always done everything mm-hmm. together and then one of the sisters decides that she wants to live with a different roommate and like and so basically for the first semester of college the main sister is like alone for the first time in mm-hmm. her entire life and simultaneously while going through all the changes of starting college and that weirdness with her sister she also writes as has an ongoing fan fiction story for like a Harry the Harry Potter of their universe a different yeah. thing but it basically it's meant to be Harry Potter and then so the final Harry Potter whatever it is book is coming out and she and she needs to wrap up her story uh-huh. too and so she's like trying to do that but also like realizing that she wants to live in the real world not in just the world of her stories 
Uh, and it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's a great, like, coming into yourself in college book. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of for, like, the nerdy, not ner- not necessarily nerdy, but girl who doesn't feel, like, sure of themselves. Yeah, and kind of owning her nerdiness yeah. that it's not a bad thing to hide. Also, that author published a book called Carry On, which is essentially, which is the fan fiction that the, the girl in the story, fangirl oh, is writing. Oh, technically, it's not. Technically, oh, really? Technically, because in the book, oh, in Fangirl, the the book. there's like a seven-book series that it's she's writing. Last... And so it's not that, because it's a standalone novel. And it's not her fan fiction. It's the author's fan fiction about the imaginary books Oh, it's still amazing. That's what Rainbow Rowell would say. But, but it's not the, f- that cast Got of the it. main girl wrote. But it's amazing. But it's really, really great standalone fantasy novel. It's like shockingly good. I know. <laughs> like you read it, and you're like, this? I don't know. And then I read the whole thing. In, like, one sitting. Yeah, it's you like could read it without pages. reading Fangirl, it's and it would be so good. It's so great. Yeah, I definitely read it in, like, one or two yeah. nights. Yeah. Um, it makes me want to reread it. So those are my school recommendations. Um, I There's just something special about books that take place in school because school is so special to me. Uh, it might not be to everyone, but I... I'm surprised you didn't have Harry Potter on there. I tried... To think about, like, real school. <laughs> I can put Harry Potter on any list anybody wants me to put Harry Potter. And you Potter. can have a reason to justify it. We should just it. imagine an Amer- imaginary asterisk mark that's like Harry Potter. Also Harry Potter. What- also what- Harry Potter. Whatever the category is, no matter what it is. Yeah. Oh, also Harry Potter. Also book thief. Just <laughs> hashtag Harry Potter, hashtag book, book thief. thief. Uh, yeah. So, but if you have great back-to-school themed novels that we should know about it, you should... Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 1001BooksPod or on Litzy at 1001BooksPodcast. You can also email us at 1001BooksPodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And we hope you are enjoying these mini-sodes. If you have any ideas for a mini-sode that you would like to hear, um, it's really nice to just pepper these in because they're fun and they're informal. So let us know what you want to hear at one of those social media sites. Yes. <laughs>